Welcome everyone to Square Circle Rewind, episode 39, where we are reviewing WWF WrestleMania 7. And we're also going to do a new segment this uh, going forward, where we just touch a little bit on current wrestling news, and Dave is going to take it away. <laughs> Sorry, I was sitting on my Slurpee. Uh, yeah, I'm just on top of the Hall of Fame and current inductions and... I would like people to comment how you feel about it, if you agree with them. Right now, we're at, we have Goldberg, we have the Dully Boys, Ivory, and surprise pick, Jeff Jarrett. My jaw dropped when right? I heard that one. was, I was not like, expecting what? that. I just figured, you know, it'd be good to open up these episodes with some current events to get the current wrestling fans involved and let them know that we're a little bit behind because <laughs> we're still in 91. That's right. This so, one, that's right there. <laughs> if we're going to do current events, we wouldn't be doing current 91 events 91 was a good year, man. It was. But yeah, I just want to, you know, hear the fans guesses who else might be inducted because there's rumors of a celebrity wing and the rumor right now is Bob Saget. Bob Saget? Yep. That's the, the, the big rumor going around is that Bob Saget. And was he ever person, on WWF program? Right. And the person who spread the rumor about Jeff Jarrett possibly being inducted was proven correct. So now everyone's like, Bob Saget. Now they're trying to weigh options and reasons to why he's mm. even discussed. So Bob but Saget's going to be possibly inducted. Rumored. Yes, heavily rumored. But uh, but Jim Johnson isn't. No. Okay. Yeah, so let me know your thoughts of the Hall of Fame. And I'll, I'll let, let, I'll I'll let you know. I'll yeah, let, let you know, know my thoughts. I like it all. Jeff Jarrett. Eh. And people are probably like, why is Dave Hall of Fame? Well, we're at WrestleMania right now, and we're reviewing WrestleMania. So that's right. Your Hall of Fame talk would be good to have. That's right. And, uh, WWE, if you're listening, strap the rocket to Braun Strowman and let it ride. I'm just saying. I think he, he would I, agree I, with enough, you. Enough, like, Roman Reigns is great. I, I do like Roman Reigns, <laughs> but Braun Strowman's the hottest thing going. Listen, have him face Lesnar. He's flipped a semi. Yeah. He's he's probably going to flip the Elimination Chamber match. Probably. He's probably just going to flip the freaking chamber. Yep. Like, he's probably done it already. Yeah. He flipped the announce table... Stage area. That's true. He pulled down some random contraption. How can this guy not be champions right now? Well, we're going to move on. Yeah, from moving cur- on, though. We're going to move on from current <laughs> events because uh, it's time to go back to 1991. Height of the Gulf War. Lead us in, Ben. Tell us all about WrestleMania. WrestleMania 7, Superstars and Stripes Forever is the tagline. And this event is coming at you from the Los Angeles Memorial Sports Arena in L.A., California, in front of a packed house of 16,158. Now, originally this event was supposed to take place at the Los Angeles Coliseum, which would have obliterated the uh, previous record set for WrestleMania back in the Silverdome because you would have gotten well over 100,000 people. For well, yeah, it holds 100,000 just for football. Yeah, so, and I yeah. mean, you have all the floor seating too. You're probably yeah. looking at about 110,000, 115,000 people. Yeah. Now, the problem was is that um, this is in the middle of the Gulf War. It's in, like, the heat of the Gulf War right now. And there was a very, very large problem with security. Um, okay, now just to go on to Sergeant Slaughter here. When you have people calling his house and the (laughs) office in Stanford basically threatening to kill him, kill his family, kill the people who run the organization, you know you're making waves. (laughs) I had heard that they had to flip it because they didn't get ticket sales. Well, they, well, they were... 
they would have had to eat the cost of the security. Mm. And the ticket sales just weren't driving. Uh, so they probably would have taken a... I'm guessing they would have taken a huge loss. Um, I, I do recall a shoot interview with Bruce Percher talking about this very event. And he would explain it a lot better, obviously, than we would. Because, yeah. I mean, he was there. But And at the end, too, it was a very... Um, cloudy and very wet, rainy, cold night in LA the night that WrestleMania happened. WrestleMania 7 happened, so it's probably for the best that they didn't do that. But right. I mean, indoor arena, smaller venue, less to worry about for security, that sort of thing. So all right. it all worked out. So on to that. Um, commentary is done by Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan, and the event kicks off. With uh, legendary country singer and folk singer Willie Nelson singing "America the Beautiful," not a bad job. And and wearing every single thing from the <laughs> from the merch stand. That's true. Would he you... he was wearing Bret Hart's sunglasses. He was wearing a fake or not a fake, sorry, like a a miniature Intercontinental belt. He was wearing the WrestleMania Seven T-shirt. Did he have the fanny pack? I don't think I didn't see a fatty pack. He had, Hol- had one. He had Hogan's. That's he, when they were full swing. He had Hogan's bandana on. Like he That's was right. he was full on, man. He was full on. Now, I didn't watch that, so would you say his performance is better than Fergie? Well, bring it back to current <laughs> events, hey? Yes. Okay. Because I think Fergie was trying to make love to America with that performance. <laughs> Well, that was a fun experience, I'll tell you that. I've heard many things like <laughs> that. Okay. So, we're going to kick off. Uh, before match one begins, Gorilla Monsoon brings out uh, Uncle Sam Duggan to do commentary for the first match, thus making this event already unwatchable. <laughs> <laughs> right off the hop. But you know, i got to say, though, he wasn't bad on commentary. That's exactly what I was saying to my <laughs> TV when I was watching this. All right. So match number one is uh, the Rockers versus a Barbarian and Haku with Bobby Heenan in their corner. Hence why he couldn't do com- commentary for the first match. So we have Duggan and Girl Monsoon doing commentary for the first match. And he wasn't uh, that bad. He wasn't. He was what tolerable. are your thoughts? And I will chime in when you guys are done. Um, um, actually, Jesse, if you follow ahead. the system here, I'm next. Shut so, up. Put your buzzer on the sideline there and just hold it there. Um, buzzer, that's what sound I need. Buzzer. <laughs> so, buzzer. I-, I love how fast paced it was. Yep. Right from the get go, and just the Rockers relying on their speed because, you know, obviously Haku and Barbarian are just huge and just mm-hmm. strong. They'll eat you. Right? And then, my favorite, like, quickly, the first thing I really jumped at was Barbarian came in the ring and just obliterated. The Rockers with a clothesline. On yeah. Each. yeah, And they sold it and so beautifully. And they did that like, spin cell yeah. thing. Yeah. People, some people have tried doing that and they make it look terrible. But these guys made it look great. And it just, I thought the match was really well paced. There was no, like, not that I could see it. There was no botches. There was no stumbles. It was just great timing, great pacing. And the Rockers are great at opening up oh. pay-per-views. They, like, they are. They're Claudia. the second year in a row. No, not the second year in a row. Did they? No, they didn't. Were they, well, they the first they, match they, in WrestleMania 6? No, they were the, no, first, they they were the first match in the Royal Rumble. 
Yeah, which was an amazing match as well. Yeah. Um, that there and obviously Haku and Barbarian. Uh, Barbarian's better in a tag team. Yep, Haku is a is a good worker. Um, and <laughs> yeah, and they played off each other. It was really well done. Um, the, the one thing that I kept on going to, and it, it had nothing to do with anything, but Marty Gennardi was wearing white knee pads with black tights, and it looked weird. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice that. You're I just, I kept on. OCD. Yeah, and I just kept on. Well, it's, it's unlike them to do that. Usually, they're very matchy matchy between the two of them. Matchy matchy. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag matchy matchy. Hashtag matchy matchy. Uh, but like Michaels was wearing. How would you even spell that? Matchy. Why? Match Y. Yes. Yeah. Or match I E. No, not I E. It's not matchy matchy. It's not a girl. What the hell? What are you doing? Anyways. Um. They usually match, matchy, matchy. <laughs> matchy, matchy. And uh, Michaels had black knee pads with the black pants. And then, like, it, it, Marty Gennetti either forgot his or something. It just it didn't look right. I don't even remember um, what they were wearing, to be honest. Well, you're just, not, you're just concentrating on the wrestling, and that's just silly. Um, <laughs> how dare I? How dare you? But I like this match. Good good open. Um, I also love the, uh, beautiful, the double hot shot. From Haku and Barbarian. I forget who they did to, but they just lifted double hot shot on the ropes. Janetti. Yeah, Janetti sold. Janetti, people are like, you forget how good Janetti really was. He, in his prime. Like, he screwed up his own career with, with, like, with his demons. So good. That, that's what it was. You know, he could have been, he could have been a big thing, but he just had too many demons and couldn't hide them well enough. Because Michaels had demons too, but I guess he hit them better. Yeah. Until he was on top, and this match they couldn't is, do anything. Once again, like the Rockers show, like why they're like. Can you imagine the Midnight Express versus the Rockers? Can you imagine that the oh. Rockers never won the tag titles in WWF? Right. Well, they never officially won. <laughs> <laughs> they had to redo it. Did not count. Go on. What was your notes, Ben? Oh, uh, all I had was both teams do a good job of emphasizing their strengths and go tos. Look at those guys, big words. Yeah. Oh. Um, do a good job of storytelling with the contrast of styles too. I thought. I can hear that. Um, Sean's uh, Sean's hot takes oh. was nicely done, beautifully done, and perfectly done, or just nicely done, not perfect. No. Showstoppingly done. Show what? Oh. You like Show, that? Showstoppingly. That's right. That's what? not a word. Are you like? I don't care. It sounded good. You say it, it's a word? Jessenism. <laughs> are you trying to hashtag Jesse are, are you trying to trigger the me? Jesse here? language. <laughs> God, okay, go on. And I just had good opening match, and yeah, I gave it full marks, and uh, that concludes uh, Duggan's commentary. Thumbs up! Thumbs up! people when you're going to turn that crowd down. All right. Quiet, please, guys. Moving on to match number two. Oh, boy. Can't even say his name without getting angry. Dino Bravo with Jimmy Hart. He just gets that right away. And he's taking on Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Erich. Go ahead, if you guys have anything. This match wasn't good. <laughs> um, just straight up was not good. Uh, Bravo was never the greatest worker or the, even the most solid worker, but now he looks like he's showing his age greatly. 
and it made it painful to watch. And uh, Texas Tornado looked like he was just not into the match at all. He just, like, did not care or He's something. Wrestling Dino Bravo. Yeah, but still, it's Mania, and you don't care. Um, uh, yeah. It's only WrestleMania, really. Oh, hey, we didn't sell tell the finish from the last match. Hey, guys, you're just skipping oh. my shite here. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, nice, nice. What's the end? So, so, <laughs> so we're going to reverse the hallelujah and the uh, applause. Yeah. After wine on the Scorsese Wine. Here sorry, guys. These these boys are trying to mess me up. Uh, Marty Janetti hits a missile dropkick onto Haku. And then he slowly gets up, and then Michael sits a very pretty crossbody on to him. Halfway across the ring. I know. Crazy. It was heart-stopping. Crazy. One, two, three, rockers get the win. Okay, back to this crap match. Go Great. Ahead. Um, after all these years... That's all we have to say about that <laughs> one. After all these years, you would think Dino would have improved just a little bit. Just a little bit to, you know, get those paydays and maybe how you get a raise and a push. Um, now... There's not much to say of this match except for, did you see the the attempted one-arm axe handle smash Dino went to go to? Is that what that was? <laughs> it just looks so bad. I thought like he was a, trying to clothesline him. It, at first I thought he was going for like the, the Tataka chop, but it was like a, uh, oh, I was, I was like, okay, you can't even do an axe handle smash without making it look terrible. Um, and I... I don't like that. No. I saw one silver lining in this match. It ended? It ended? Yeah, that. Two silver linings. <laughs> okay. When it ended Ke- fast? When Kerry Von Erich's <laughs> trying to take his robe off and he's like standing by the ropes, it took him forever to get it off. Like, Bravo actually clotheslines him over the rope. And I just go, did Bravo just show ring psychology just now? Well, I'm sure. That kind of... That kind of Threw me through, threw me for a loop a little bit. I was like, "Well, okay, well." Then the rest of the match was awful, so mm-hmm. I, uh, I so forgot about that. But the, that just stuck out in my mind. The finish was Texas Tornado hits the Spinning Tornado oh, to win, which I think is a weird name for a finisher. Uh, the Spinning Tornado was basically Razor Ramon's discus, discus punch. punch. That's basically the what Spinning was. Tornado. That's, that's kinda, what they, that, that, that's what Monsoon called it. Isn't that kind of redundant? Yeah, that's what I thought too. Shouldn't it have been called like maybe like the Cyclone or something? I don't know. The carry bomb. The F5. The F5. They should have called it the F5. They should have called it the five arm. Uh, <laughs> thumbs down. Yeah, unanimous. Thumbs down. Third match. Let's do this. Third match is. We have, we have 14 matches to get through. We have a lot of matches. <laughs> We're going to try not to keep up like a two hour podcast here. So okay. let's. let's so we got uh, Warlord with Slick, and he's taking on the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith, with Winston. Power versus power, a lot of power moves, but they were good power moves, and they worked well to each other, I thought. Yeah, like I, I, one spot that stuck out to me was Bulldog went for a crucifix, and Warlord just like Samoan dropped him. Yeah. And it looked nice. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, he's going to botch this somehow, but it looked really good. I don't um, like Warlord selling. Like... His bumping? Me neither, but his, he was His okay almost lack of bumping. It's just, it's like Butch Reed. It's way too wooden. And it's like, like, you couldn't, you, you haven't learned how to fall better? <laughs> you know, like, he looks, like, it just looks too awkward. And every time he'd do something like that, it t- took me out of the match. And these guys are jacked up to the nines. No wellness policy at this point. I can tell you that. HGH Holy is crap. growing on trees right now. Wow. 
Other than that, I really don't have much to say about the match. I didn't think the match was that good. I thought it was okay. I actually, I was expecting. Would you watch it, for, it again? Yes, I would. Yeah, I would. We're doing a slow blink at Ben right now because we don't understand his. <laughs> Look, I understand what you mean about Warlord, and I agree with you on that. But in this match, this match, he was okay. All right, he was okay. So the finish, uh, British uh, Warlord gets uh, British Bulldog in his full Nelson. Uh, Bulldog reverses it by just like flexing his muscles down. And I like that because it yeah. made it look well, like the, crowd, the full Nelson meant something. The crowd was very into it. And then uh, Warlord tried to pick him up into a power slam. Bulldog reversed it, picked him up into a power slam. Which was incredible, it. by the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's just say Bulldog had such an OCD that, that when he went for the reversal into the power slam, he was in a terminal corner. He proceeded to walk to the opposite side. Yes, yeah, because his favorite corner. Yeah, and then he hits it. And I'm like, okay, Bulldog, you're strong. We get it. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> like we get if it. you watch, Warlord didn't even post. No, Bulldog just lifted him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like nothing. Well, I don't think like, it was like nothing. No, 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 like nothing. No, it wasn't like it wasn't woof. It what was is whoop. that? No, it was whoop. No, it sure wasn't. Did he say whoop? I said whoop. No, that's I not what happened. Whoop. It was a whoop. No, 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 no. No, it was it was a grunt and a lift. Come on. Okay, it was a whoop. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, that's the finish. Bulldog wins. Thumbs <laughs> thumbs down from Jesse. Thumbs uh, down. Real, okay. Thumbs, thumbs down. down. Thumbs down. You're that, on your own, Ben. That's two to one. Boo that stuff. What's the what's the neutral? There's no neutral. He uh, loses. Yeah, yeah, two to one. Yeah, straight. But that's how we solve the problem. There's no neutral. Uh, Sorry, There's no tweener. Sorry, Warlord. So, uh, next match is for the WWE. Can I, okay, can I say WWF or WWE? WWE. WWF. Well, it's, it's WWF, WWF at the time. At the time. At WWF the time. bracket E bracket. No. Get the F out. World Wrestling Federation tag titles. World, so, world, Re- world Wrestling This is for the World Wrestling, Warlord Wrestling. Warlord Wrestling Federation tag titles. <laughs> this is for the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Championship. It is the Nasty Boys, who are the challengers. Well, Jimmy their Hart's. debut. Their debut. No. At Mania. Okay. Mania. <laughs> I was going to say, they were both in the Rumble, you tool. No, debut. Okay, Mania. we're going to put your pacifier back in your Yeah, exactly. Stop coming. Just stop making up stuff. Yeah, they were in the Rumble. This is, they didn't have a take match in the Rumble, did they? Shut no, up. No, they didn't. No, so it's the debut take No, no, match. no. Just, just, shush. <laughs> We're going to start this over again. We're Wait, starting this whole show over again. Is this hashtag Jesse Trigger right now? Oh, you're getting there, buddy. You're getting there. <laughs> okay, go Your on. Your aren't beneficial right now. <coughs> Nasty Boys versus who are they facing? They're taking on the champions, the Hart Foundation. Um, to summarize this entire match, Bobby Heenan said it best about three quarters of the way in. Fabulous match. Outstanding. Yep. From both teams. Yep. Yeah, exciting. Uh, great hot tag. To uh to Jim, um and he came in like a Jimmy Hart or Jim Neidhart. Neidhart. Well, I don't think Jimmy there's Hart. Jimmy was, Hart is Jim Neidhart. It's two but I said I said a hot take. Hot, hot. No, uh, hot. Are you British? Hot. Did you uh, hot tag? Tag. The first you thing that, I am. The first thing that caught my eye was Nobbs bumped to the outside of the ring through the middle rope. Like yeah, he just sold it so well. Like I when I think of the Nasty Boys before watching them wrestle at WCW. And you they, think they, they, they impressed me. You think of TNA? I just remembered them rubbing oh, people's God. faces in their armpits. 
That was the epitome of, of their career to me. I didn't know how good of workers they really oh, were. Oh, they, they, yeah, it showed that they were good, but they, I, you know, they just and, got gimmicky. Yeah, and at then some point, now was it? You Brett know? went for the first hot tag. The ref didn't see it. Yep. So that builds more drama. Yep. So then, when Brett finally hit it, the Jim place comes in. Yeah, the place and just would... shorter blocks everybody. Yeah, and, including the ref. No. Yeah. <laughs> And then there's that one spot where Neidhart literally tosses knobs into sags. Yeah. Like body slam tosses into sags. Yeah. That was crazy. That's a good bump. It was like, because they're not small guys. And yeah, that's all the notes I have. It was um, like. I, 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 was, I spent too much time watching the match. Yeah, I was going to say my, my problem with, with, with taking notes on these pay-per-views is when it's a good match, I don't take any notes because I'm no. into it. Yeah. yeah. When it's a bad bad match, I take up a half look page. forward to taking notes. I take a half page of notes of all the stupid stuff that happens. So I don't have much notes. It was a fun match. Uh, everyone should watch this match um, because the Nasty Boys look great in here. Um, the Heart Foundation was really good. Uh, you could tell Brett's going to be a star. Oh, he looks so... He, I, he, I love his diving... like. Before he used the, the the sharpshooter, the diving fist drop should be his finish. Yeah, he hits it so well. They um, uh, even from when he first started in this tag team with Jim, you can see he's leaps and bounds ahead of what he used to be. You know, like he's got his style now. He's kind of honing it, and uh, you can tell he's just going to be huge. At this point, the Russian leg sweep maneuver wasn't used often no, because no. when Brett hits it, they call it a neck breaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, but that's the best thing. That's why I love Brett, is he doesn't do anything flashy. No, doesn't do any high spots. Everything he does is simple, but, but the timing is very methodical. Like too. it's, it makes sense when he does something. Like he does the Russian leg sweep, gets up and goes to the top ro- or second rope, hits the diamond fist. Like yeah. it's just, he's so. It's almost like he has five, five moves of doom. It's almost like he's the excellence of execution. Almost. Like he's so good. So um, good. so the finish was uh. The heart foundation hits the heart attack onto uh, knobs. Uh, the ref, like, and then Brett starts. Neidhart's the legal man at this point, and Brett starts like, like, kind of taking his time to get out, and the ref admonishes him. And as he's, the ref is trying to get him out of the ring. Sags grabs the Jimmy Hart's helmet because he wears a helmet when he comes out with the nasty boys because he always got to change his getup. I love that. And oh yeah, that's awesome. And um. He hits Neidhart with it. Knobs rolls. He he rolls Knobs over onto Neidhart. One, two, three. Nasty boys get the title. And I, I like the it. finish too. Like, oh no, it, it was worked. very. It was very smooth. Yeah, like, it was boom, boom, it worked boom. well. Uh, the heels cheated to to win, which is always which is good. Uh, a heel winning clean is I don't think ever a good thing, but them cheating to win was awesome. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Next match, oh, uh, another really good match that I thoroughly enjoyed in this is the blindfold match. Got Didn't the, see that coming. Get, oh my god. <laughs> Hold on a sec. Oh. What? <laughs> I don't know. What? It just continued. No, 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 no you're done. Sandal? You're done. You're, you're done. What's the match? Are you doing that to yourself because you can't press the right button? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Damien Sandow's coming up. Blindfold. <laughs> You're welcome. Blindfold match. Jake the Snake Roberts against the model Rick Martel. Now the purpose of the match is 
to blindfold. Yes, like, we have kind of like a, a cloth hood. Where you can see their eyes through, by the way. Okay. It's not like a Are you gonna interrupt one way night? mirror. Are you interrupting me all night? Yeah. Okay, anyways. There is a bag put over your head, essentially, and basically you have to have, have a wrestling match with it. It's not like a legit blindfold. What I like no. what I liked about this is this this was there was a story going into this. Martel blinded Roberts with the arrogance. Months ago. Months ago. So now that Roberts is healed, he's he can compete. So and the first match in coach is No, but but it's it's you blinded me. Now you have to come into what I felt. So you have to be blind too. It makes sense as to why they're having this match. It's not just thrown together just because. There is an angle and it came together to this and it made sense. That's what I liked about it. It's like a reverse eye for an eye because there's yeah. no eyes involved in yeah. this at all. And let me, let me tell you something. This is the best match on the card. I understand. In my opinion, this was the best match on the card. And just to, just to own a record here. There, there was not any there wrestling. There's no wrestling. But on it, a wrestling event, and it's the best wrestling match of the card. It was entertaining. The crowd was hot. The, yep. the only match that the crowd got hotter for was the Macho Man Warrior match. They didn't even get up for Hogan Slaughter like they did for this match. Uh, I will say that this match had great comedy. This was, was awesome. Laughing. Oh, Martel, this was Martel awesome. Was, Martel was a stud in this match. Like, I, I, and I love how... You know, you can tell there's some spots in the match where you're like, okay, these guys can sort of see. Like the one part where Jim Roberts or Jake Roberts is on all four and Martel just backs and walks and falls over him. Like, but it's still hilarious to watch because Martel sold it so well. I like how... And then Roberts was pointing. Yes, Roberts is trying to use the crowd and he's pointing and the crowd's cheering to let him know where Martel is. And then Martel is telling the crowd to be quiet, and then he tries it, and nobody, and no, they, they all start to boo. Oh, and they stop cheering at, for a point. They're like, "No, we're not helping you." And it was, it was so funny. I also liked. There was also a part where they're both backing up, and they touch their backsides, and they both turn and run. <laughs> and and Roberts like has his arms out, so he touches the ropes, he stops. But Martel just goes right into the ropes, and, and, and he rope bumps. He rope pumps. <laughs> Phenomenal. My my favorite part of the entire match is when he's outside and he has that chair. He starts poking the air. Yes, and then he just jabbing it, and, and then he just takes a full baseball swing into the ring post. <laughs> So yeah, he's poking, he's jabbing at the air trying to find Roberts, and then as he's backing up, he bumps into the ring post, thinking it's Roberts. He turns around and swings. And it could have been the ref for all he knows. Yeah, and he, <laughs> and he hits the ring post, like, full swing, and he's like, ah, he's holding his hands. Awesome. Awesome <laughs> stuff. Uh, also, Bobby Heenan was at his, uh, uh, some of his best work in this one, asking Monsoon why Martel won't just lift up the hood. Take a peek. And, and, and take a peek. Just one simple peek. Just one simple peek, see where Jake's at. And Monsoon's like, because that's cheating. And then Heenan's like, so? <laughs> he has a 500-pound snake in the corner. Beautiful. <laughs> and there's yeah. that one part where Martel actually crawls over, and he touches the uh, Damien's bag. Yeah. And freaks out. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> awesome. It's just awesome. funny how you put two great workers in a match... And, that and seems so silly. And it's a silly stipulation, to be quite honest. It's a very silly stipulation, but they made it work because they're so good. How did Martel never get like a run with the IC belt? Or I don't think he needed it. You know, well, I mean, they had Perfect as the IC champ, and I mean, he was a great IC champ. 
Perfect one. But Martel honestly would have been my next pick if yeah, they he, hadn't picked Penning to do he, it. He had a tag title. He was fine. Ah, Martel was a great worker. There was he a had deal. a tag title. Like anyway. back then, if I was if I was as old as I was back then, like Martel probably would have been my guy. Because I like I like heels that are that good. They're so they're so good at being a like a dickhead that you like them. Anything else to add to this match? No, no, no. That's all no. my notes. So um, after Martel swings and hits the post, he's hurting. He gets back into the ring, and he bumps into Roberts, and then Roberts just hits him with a DDT. One, two, three. No, no. Hits with the DT and it takes forever to find them to pin them, which was awesome. Yeah, but that made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like reaching around, he's like, oh, there he is. Yeah. One, two, two, three. three. Uh, two thumbs up from yep. this guy. Yes. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up from me as well. Oh, jeez. Okay, next match. Uh, Jimmy Superfly Snuka is taking on... His WrestleMania debut, and wow, it's just it's mind-boggling when you think of this. He has taken on The Undertaker. Nope. Huh. Bobby Heenan says, uh, this Undertaker is going to be around for a long, long time. I don't think Oh, he... Bobby, if we only knew. Yeah. If we only knew. Um, the first of the squash matches on this card... <laughs> Um, yeah, but this one, yeah, yeah. You know, Snuka had some offense. Not much, but some. Like there yeah, was he was one, going, yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. There was one spot where I really liked this. The only one I have, really, where Tigger uh, does an apron suplex into the ring. Yeah. And I'm like, that's... It was a four-minute yeah. squash. Like, Snuka got some offense in, and then and the, Taker uh, just no-sold it, which was good, because that's his character. Um... Then yeah, the finish, and then he just he hits the tombstone for the win. Such and it looks devastating. Yeah, and Snooker's head's quite low. Yeah, like, it's not like Dan Spidey. And Taker's not tight. Yeah, like, he, he doesn't have the knees tight. It's yeah, just like, he hasn't really adjusted to what he was doing yet. It or, didn't look as bad as what he did to Coco though. <laughs> well, and it didn't look like Dan Spidey's to that one. I thought this one looked worse because you actually saw Snooker's back. With Coco Barrera, you only saw Taker's back. This one, you actually saw Snooker's head. Yeah, that's true. Going straight down. I'm like, Ugh. So Taker wins, uh, and it's the start of the streak, but they yep. do not, obviously they do not mention this, because one this win does here. not make a streak. No. Um, I actually don't think they mention it until Diesel, I think. Until it's it's quite a while until he's, a, it's actually a thing. Yeah. Diesel or... Kate actually, maybe? I want to say... Or Sid, maybe? I want to say Sid. Yep. So, yeah. What's Triple H? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yes, thumbs that up. squash. Yay! Yay! Ben's not ready. Yeah, All right. All right. Next is, oh, here, oh. we're getting to the good stuff now. This is the career-ending match. This is the Ultimate Warrior versus Macho King, Randy Savage, where the loser loses his career. He's done. Hence the career-ending title. Yes. At first, done. that sounded really scary. Yes. <laughs> this is the career-ending match. Ultimate Warrior doesn't run to the ring. That scared me. He, he walked to the ring, and then like that was he, really, That was just weird. The only thing he... I'm like... The only thing he did that was relevant to his usual entrance is he the, shook the ropes. Yeah, that was it. And I was like, why isn't... And even, uh, I believe, Monsoon or someone says, why isn't he running? 
Bobby says that. Why yeah. isn't he running? He's like, why isn't he running? And then I think the counteract was, well, it's a big match, so you want to conserve the energy. I'm like, he faced Hogan for double titles. <laughs> for double so titles? Like, and, and he ran, like... He ran three quarters yeah, away across like the sky dome. Like a 300-yard dash. And... <laughs> But and like, he'll run then. And if you think about with all the intensity that built towards the match, you would think he would run to the ring. Yeah, and be jacked up and ready to yeah. go. Well, he didn't actually mention it. He, he's and like, I thought Warrior was going to come down. and It was very weird watching Warrior walk to his entrance yeah. theme. It was, it was which weird. Which is so fast-paced. It was weird to see him with a jacket. Yeah. The heck's that about? <laughs> um, yeah. Very nice jacket. Very well-detailed yes. jacket. Yes. Um... I love Macho's entrance. Oh, pardon me. With all oh, on the uh, on the backs of the peasants. Yeah, yeah, so awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and on the record, this is my favorite Macho Man attire of all time. Yes, I've always loved this attire. Yeah, loved it. My favorite is Sherry's too. I'd say. I don't have anything to add to that because I think you guys are wrong. But let's move on. <laughs> How dare our personal opinion be wrong? Hey, it's 2018. I can say that, can't I? No. Oh, okay. It's offensive. Um, so the match is going well, and Savage is at his his heelish, cowardly best, doing his thing. And there's certain times that I I had to ding this match a little bit just because it didn't make sense to me. Um, first off, why would Warrior try that shoulder block he does when Savage is on the ground? He goes to do the shoulder block. Savage is selling on the ground. And Savage realizes that as Warrior is in the air doing the shoulder block, he's like, oh, crap. Like, this is happening. And Savage kind of half gets up to, like, throw him into the ground. Like, what the heck was, like, Warrior, you look dumb as snot when you do that. Savage actually tried to save that. Yeah, but it it almost made, like, he... It almost made it look... Well, no, it would have looked worse if Savage didn't do anything. Just rolled away? Yeah. But it was just like, what? Um, so I didn't really care for... Like, I just thought that spot looked stupid. The one spot I liked at the beginning was... I was going to say the beginning, but... Like, a couple minutes in... Warrior has Savage in a two-handed choke in the air. And he just throws Savage at uh, Sherry. Sure, yep. And just knocks her out the ring. Yeah. And it was so well-timed. Like, Sherry was such a professional. Like, she knew, okay... And it just it just worked. And she rolled out the ring perfectly, and I'm like, this is... I'm enjoying it. And then the next spot that really had me like, ooh, was when Savage came up the top rope in a cross body, and Warrior just caught him. First of all, that's yep. a lot of strength. Like, Savage is 245 at this point. Yep. So he catches him, and then he, like, puts him down and just slaps him across the face. Yep. And I'm like, is Warrior a heel? Yeah, he was like, doing... He, he was he's doing, doing a lot of heel tactics. He's doing some heelish things. Like, you know... Yeah, and then I, you know, and then after those two spots, that's when the shoulder tackle comes up. Yeah, where I'm like, okay, Savage should just like roll out the way or something because that. Just well, or ridiculous. Warrior shouldn't have done that <laughs> stupid spot. And then, and then that ref bump. Oh, <laughs> I was like, how he launched like, himself into the ropes. How silly of a ref bump was that? Like, and he, <laughs> he like lands on the bottom rope and he sprawls. Yeah, and he's like balancing on the bottom. Rope. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> oh, Hebner, good man. So then. At that time, Sherry got up on the um, on the top rope with her shoe, and he try she tries to hit Warrior, but then she accidentally hits Savage. Yep. So this is when it turns for Savage. Turns um, for the worst. Well, it starts to. Um, then, then Savage manages to get back into it, and hits five 
elbow drops. Five beautiful elbow drops. Beautiful. Each single one was beautiful. And after the fifth one, he pins Warrior, and Warrior kicks out. Why did they... Who told him to do five? <laughs> I, di- I disagree with that. I just disagree. Like, first off, who kicked... The only man that I know that kicked out of a of an elbow drop was Hogan. But just one. Just one. So why wouldn't Savage do one to Warrior and have him kick out? It's only been kicked out even, twice at this even point. Even if he just does two. Two, it would, I, I would have been okay with two. But five? Five. Are you kidding me? Like, it was just like, what? By the third one, I was getting bored. Well, my, it uh. killed. It killed a lot of credibility. Yeah. And then... It uh, made it look hokey. Oh, it's just weird. And then Warrior hits his Warrior Splash. Pins Savage. Savage kicks out. Then Warrior starts gesturing to the heavens. Talking to the gods. As to why this is happening to him. Like, have, nobody's ever kicked out of this. Yeah, and then, like, as he's talking to the to the Warriors above, he starts walking well, towards the to rope. Hands. He starts walking to the rope as if he's like, okay, fine, this is not my destiny, I should just quit. Yeah. I'm like... What? Yeah, and this is where the match kind of lost me, was this crap. Like, you could have done without this hokey, supernatural thing that war. Like, I just didn't care for it. Why is Warrior also talking to the gods now, but not during his match for two titles? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why also now his gods are like, oh, we're, we're going to talk to you and help you through this. Ah, yeah. You know what? You're just sucking. Get out of the ring. So that was weird. And also, like, as he's leaving, why wouldn't Savage let him walk? You know what I mean? Like, like he's leaving the ring. Just take the count out, Savage. You have your career. Like, I just don't understand who. Like, if they decided it, or or somebody that like the agent decided this, it just it didn't fit. Like, as the heel, why wouldn't like take the win any way you can? Who the heck cares, right? It's not about honor. It's just about winning as a heel. So, but then Savage attacks him as he's leaving. Like, what? So then Warrior brings him in. Hits three shoulder blocks onto Savage, and each time sends Savage rolling out of the ring. And I guess it's to show how powerful the shoulder blocks are. And then after the third one, he brings him in, just basically just rolls him, puts his foot on his chest, one, two, three, Savage is retired. Again, when did Warrior become heel? And then, like, he wins the match... And then while his music playing, he goes back to Warrior and puts his foot on the chest again. Yeah. I'm Savage, like, you mean? Yeah. 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 Warrior puts his uh, foot on Savage's chest for, and then he poses. I'm like, what is it's happening? very disrespectful. Like, I know, obviously we know that Savage comes back. He does get another, like, we, we, we all know that this happens, but it's like, at the time, you don't know, and you just disrespected this guy. And I just, I didn't care for that at all. Um, so then, after the match, are you are you going to chime in here, Ben? We're just taking over here. I, I've, I've got notes. But I mean, chime in. Are we saying what you, what you were going to say anyway? No, uh, well. Chime in, man. Um, probably, the, as far as telling a story goes, this is probably Warrior's best match. One of the best career. stories ever told. Like, best war, best match of Warrior's career. Um, now all these little um, hiccups that you're mentioning, like a Warrior coming in and just putting his foot on Savage, I would bet any amount of money that this is all Savage's 
game plan to oh, begin with. I'm sure it was, but he I probably I, put this whole thing together. I himself. dis I disagree with it. I just didn't like how it was done. I didn't think it was tasteful. Uh, you probably said you, you know what? Career's on the line. Just put your foot on top of me. One, two, three. It's all done, brother. It's probably what he told. Probably told where he's probably gave Quite the green possibly. light to all this. Possibly. Um. I had one really good note. Uh, oh. Uh, the tale was told to perfection in regards to everything is on the line, so therefore everyone will have to pull out every possible stop they can. Yep. The best thing about this match is Macho Man wrestled with so much desperation. Yeah. He was so desperate in this match, and I loved it. You yep. actually saw the best out of him because yeah. of it. Like his heel tactics, his ambushing tactics. Like he was just he was amazing. Yeah. He was actually throwing it all, all, all on the line there. Um, the five elbow drops. Uh, it was overkill. It was awesome, but again, like you said, kind of dumb at the same time. Because you're watching, going, "Holy crap! He's like killing him. He like he's done. He's got to be done. He just gave him five elbow drops. Kicks out like it's nothing." And yeah, I'm just like, you just totally killed the credibility of. Well, him just here. There's also one thing that I didn't mention. I forgot. I no, there's a spot where Sherry is holding Warrior over the guardrail, and I'm like, why isn't she being disqualified for this? Oh yeah, the ref. She's was she's holding him throat over the guardrail as Macho's ascending the top rope. I'm like, but ref, you know what? Earl has to let stuff go as we see there's in the main event. Far worse like, stuff that we've said that people have not been reprimanded it's just like I was just like, okay, I'm so confused with what happened in this match. Yeah. Um, but the match itself, I really, I was into it because the fans were into it. And this yeah. is how you know you tell you told a good story. Yeah. Like the fans are emotionally invested. They show uh, shots of Miss Elizabeth in the crowd. Well, before the match even began, too. Yeah, so I was like, and I forgot about this moment. But then I started getting a little bit like emotional because like, holy cow, these... Like these are like this is a great story. I forgot how, like how much impact this moment yeah. had. So the match is over, and then sensational. Sorry, Queen or sensational. Sherry's reaction sensational, when the match is over too was amazing. Yeah, she's like for, like she was Paul Heyman selling it, like so good. Well, she just lost her meal ticket. Yeah, she lost her meal ticket, and then she gets in the ring, and then she just starts attacking Savage, and I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. I remember this moment, and then. While she's attacking Savage, Miss Liz just jumps the guardrail and just comes and saves Awful the Awful security. Yes, she just jumps. Way. This tiny woman jumps the guardrail. In high heels. Not one security guard stops her. Like She jumps in high heels and runs. She actually ran to the ring faster than Warrior did in high heels. Because Warrior didn't even run. But I was impressed with how fast she got there in high heels. She gets in the ring and she just attacks Sherry. And then Savage is still selling it. That he doesn't know who's hitting him, so he starts like pushing uh, Elizabeth away, and then he she he gets up, and then they make the the eye contact, and when that eye contact happened, the fans like went from cheering to silence, because they're like, "What's gonna happen? He's gonna attack her?" Because you know they haven't been together for quite a while, and it's a, a beautiful story, and then they they embrace. Yeah, and people in the crowd are crying. People in the crowd, I was almost shedding in tears. It's like holy cow, like yeah, great moment. Everyone in this match is 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 deceased. So it's like you just memorize, and this is like I think this is what really made me love Warrior, 
because I thought this was his best match of his career thus far. And Savage works so hard. And just that moment at the end there where him and Elizabeth connected again when he's gone. I can summarize it all up with this, Steve. I also like, so as they're going to leave, Elizabeth goes to open the ropes for Macho Man, and Macho's like, no, 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 and then he does it for Elizabeth, and that was like really classy, and freak out, freak out, Um, but uh, what I liked best is as Savage and Elizabeth are embracing and everyone's crying. You name me one wrestler on the roster today that could captivate an audience the way WrestleMania 7. What? Did. The way that Macho and Elizabeth <laughs> did. Okay, I'm like, one... he did not word that right, right? You name me one wrestler. John Cena and Nikki Bella. No, they didn't. What? The proposal. Anyways, the proposal. The proposal. No, Anyways, uh, the best. No, didn't. The best part. Was was as they're embracing Bobby Heenan's like man Savage is turning into a big softy. <laughs> oh know. Bobby, you are the best. And he brought us back down. Yeah, thumbs yeah. up, thumbs up, double thumbs Love up for this match. match for 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 what One I didn't of the like most about iconic it. Iconic moments of all time. What I didn't like about it was was saved by the after match stuff. Two thumbs up. And Savage's career is. In theory, right now, over and Warriors, Warriors continue. Warriors career continues, and uh, you know when they're embracing in the rings, uh, Savage and Elizabeth, like Warriors in the back, just telling himself this. You know, <laughs> lawnmowers. That's right. That's right. What, what, what? Let's go. Let's go to the next match. This is and to be quite honest, people, this is where the card oh, starts to fall apart. So we have uh, demolition, smash and crush with Master Fuji. There you go, Master. Fuji. I kept I kept on getting confused. He's a master now. And they're uh, taking on Genichiro, Tenru, and Fred Katak. <laughs> now, when did? <laughs> When did Mr. Fuji get back with 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 uh, Demolition? He was always with Demolition. Oh no, that was that was Powers of Pain. Yeah, yeah. that was the switch. I got confused because I'm, I'm like, wait, I'm like, but then oh, that's they right. turned heel again. Then they turned heel again. Yeah, yeah. so it kind of confused me. Yeah, okay. But then, so this, oh, just match. So right from the beginning, Katow is Fred Katow. I, I hate to take this from you, Jesse, but he triggered me. He triggered you. He me. wasn't selling. No, he was like when I say selling, I mean bumping. I mean, facial expressions, nothing. absolutely nothing. 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 There was a point where Demolition did their, their uh, to quote Michael Cole here, their vintage uh, axe and smashing down. He was just wooden, not selling it, and it was just immediately I was out of the match. Like, immediately. I'm like, okay, this is the beginning. This is not going to go well. And <laughs> that's all. And then there was a uh, – actually, I'll let you guys talk about more on – Patel, I don't the only – no, no, no. You know? That's all, folks. Yep. <laughs> the only notes I have is Katow is horrible at selling, and Bobby Heenan's commentary made me... It was the only thing that made the match watchable, really. <laughs> what was the spot you like, Jesse? Your, your favorite spot the whole match. 
the backbreaker. Oh, when they go for what? What do they call that? The demolition, demolition, decapitation elbow. Thank you. Like I just why want, can you not the DDE Jesse? The I don't understand why it's so long. <laughs> Anyways, the demolition decapitation. This one is elbow. so long. So you can say the name as they're doing the move. So as Smash has, uh, I think it's Tenru on his on his knee. And Crush is getting on the top rope ready to do the, the elbow. The DDE. And Katao is supposed to come in and stop him. And Crush is waiting for him to do it. And it feels like he's <laughs> like they're sitting there for like like 10 minutes. It was only like 10, 20 seconds. But it feels like it's forever. And then Katao's like, oh crap, I should be in there. And he comes stumbling in and Crush gets down from the rope. Punches him. Then he Katao rolls out. Goes back up. Hits the elbow, and Tenru kicks out anyways. It's like, well, what the heck? And then it leads into one of the most just ugly Enziguris. You're even watching, you're watching the part where I was just... Yeah, Tenru hits an Enziguri, and it looked like it looked terrible. No, I, oh, it looked awful. It looked, it, like, it well, didn't even Tenru connect. actually does throw a good Enziguri. Except like, for it, now. Well, and, and right after that, uh, he... <laughs> Smash on mania. By the smash way. like wobbles into the power bomb. Yeah, that's the finish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's, for the it's, horse. It's Katal that hits the. Right, Katal. Yeah, Tenru hits the hits the power bomb at the end. Oh. Yeah. So Katal hits the uh, hits the Enziguri. The smash stumbles into the Tenru. Ziguri, the Fred Ziguri. Fred Ziguri. and uh, Tenru hits a power bomb with with the pin on Smash to win. You don't have oh. a power bomb though. Yeah, awful match. Effective. Two, two thumbs down. Actually. I have something worse than all three thumb or all six uh, thumbs down. Yeah, that's about right. All right, and then it picks up again. And it picks up again, and then it goes down. <laughs> we got the Intercontinental Championship. We got Mister Perfect with Bobby the Brain Heenan in his corner, and he's taking on the challenger, the Big Boss Man. And Alfred Hayes is on commentary because. Heenan is hey, a manager. He's pulling. He's pulling like double duty. That Heenan. He's doing everything. Come in, have uh, Chuck Norris do commentary. Oh, uh, you can't. That'd be do, awesome. It's hard to hear a roundhouse kick. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Anyway, so Bossman. Right. This is the Bossman I remember falling in love with. He was so fast, and like the opening pace was great. Mm -hmm. Like there was a part where. <laughs> perfect bumping like crazy. There's a spot outside the ring where Boston just hits a punch and perfect does a spin. spins. Yeah, yeah. Well, before the match even begins, like when they're just staring at each other, that first little spot was awesome. With the yeah. towel wipes on his uh, his rear end, throws it back in his face, perfect. spits his gum at him. <laughs> yeah, Boston just spits at it. It's, I was like, wow. Got I, some heat here. I like how when Bossman took Perfect to slam his head into the turnbuckle and, and Perfect jumps onto the bottom rope to yep. take it so he can bounce back and make this huge bump. Awesome. And then Bossman throws him into the corner and he does my favorite turnbuckle flip bump. Yeah. I love that. I've always yeah. loved how Perfect does bumps. Well, like and that. then and then he slides and then when he hits down, he's got like and he kind of backs up so his legs are, are spread so then Bossman slides out and crotches him. Yep. On the post. And then Bossman does a spot that Baron Corbin does where he goes outside the ring, slides out, runs around the other side, slides in. Yeah. Like, you forget how fast Bossman really yep. was. Now, again, with uh, my problem with with no continuity with wrestling and rules, Bossman takes off his belt starts and him. starts whipping Mr. Perfect. Which The ref just... watches this happen. No DQ. 
Yeah, and then he but launches. He's a cop. He can't overrule the police. And then Mr. Perfect grabs the belt and wraps around and his wraps knuckles. around his, his his knuckles and punches him. No DQ. Maybe it's like a one for one type. Skateboard. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? Okay. Did you guys catch the uh, first ever and probably the only time ever grounded blockbuster? Uh, where the reverse? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Where uh, <laughs> Boston's on his knees. And, and he goes, not only does he reverse it, he goes from the front to the back, not, yeah. not the back to the front. No, no, he did the back to the front before. He does the regular snap. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to do it from front to back now. And Boss Man's I'm like, like how's ah. Boss Man going to... How is he going to bump this without breaking his knee? You know, or, or his neck. Uh, yeah, that was dangerous. The first ever grounded blockbuster. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man. And then, Perfect. And then Andre the Giant comes sauntering down. Just because. I guess he's still got problems with Heenan after yep. WrestleMania 6. Can you just let it go? It's been a year. Yeah. Well, Heenan after the match is like, I don't understand what his problem was. We were friends. <laughs> Ah, he did. Oh, man. Do you guys got anything else to... No, that's all I got. Ben? Um, Anything beneficial? Of course not. Got crickets right now. I'm just trying to... Well, I'll tell you this. Mr. So Andre grabs the IC title from... Which looks so tiny in his hands. The turnbuckle spot. Where they uh, undo the, uh, the turnbuckle. They take Did I miss a, that? I think I missed I that. They take both missed out that. one of the top uh, turnbuckles down. I missed and that. And was it ever used? Just trying to th- they take the uh, top turnbuckle down and they pretty much like do it right in front of the ref. And I'm going. Um, oh, I didn't catch that at all. Yeah, I didn't see that at all. That's not my notes. I didn't see it. Uh, well, Andre goes and grabs the the IC title from the uh, timekeeper or whatever, and he's just holding on to it. And Mr. Perfect gets mad and he's complaining to the ref that Andre's got his belt. And then as the ref is admonishing Boss Man for something, Perfect goes to get the belt from Andre. And Andre just nonchalantly just is like, boop! And Perfect bumps halfway across <laughs> the, 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 the thing. So good. So good. And then, then it goes all the shit. And then it's, like a, <laughs> then it's a double DQ. Yeah, Haku and Barbarian come down because it's the Heenan family to save... Perfect, and I was I was kind of disappointed in that. I was like, oh, like you, you didn't have to do that. I actually wanted to see Bossman go over. Yeah, if, that's if, what I wanted. I wanted to see Bossman get over and become a champion for a while. Yeah, but Bossman wins the melt the match, not the belt. Yeah. Any, but I do give that a thumbs up. So yes. do I. Good match. Good match. Okay, this is definitely where the card loses all oh steam. <laughs> this is definitely and. If you're counting, this is one, two, this three, and it's ten. all in a this, row. Yeah, th- this is this is, uh, this is number ten. This is number ten, and this match is Earthquake <laughs> with Jimmy Hart, and uh, he's taking on Greg the Hammer Valentine. I made no notes. Who is a face now? What? Yeah. I'm like my my only note is hearing Valentine cheered is very odd. Yeah, uh, just was weird. there any build to this match? How can you possibly look at Greg Valentine and Earthquake and you go, okay, how is Valentine even going to have a chance at this? Well, let me tell you how, Ben. He didn't. It was a squash match. Yes. Um, Jimmy Hart distracts Valentine and then Earthquake... Like he needed to. Yeah, and then Earthquake's on his knee and he just grabs him by the hair and just like pulls him down. <laughs> and then he he signals for the aftershock. And then 
he gets the win. And it's like, well, what, what was the why? <laughs> like, why? How why? did he go from a big time feud with Hogan to this to the, to the squash match with? So this is the second squash match. Uh, at least like Taker Snuka was an okay squash match. Like like it wasn't bad. This one was pointless. This one just seemed like it was pointless. Earthquake's already one of those upper echelon like yeah. big killers. Yeah, it's almost like you're devaluing him by putting him in this match. <laughs> yeah. The only memory I have of the matches is that uh, Hammer going for his reverse figure four, and he's not able to apply it because Earthquake's too big. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just like yeah. Uh, thumbs down. Yeah. Instantly. Well, Valentine could have had a shot at this. He he just didn't bring he didn't bring something to the ring with him that he should have. The hammer. Yeah, I don't think that would have helped him. Thumbs could, down. It couldn't have hurt. He would have lost them both. Thumbs down. <laughs> And let's let's continue the bad match. Let's just keep that ready to go. Uh, okay, match eleven: Legion of Doom versus Power and Glory. It was less than a minute. Okay, what do you guys got? Uh, squash <laughs> match. <laughs> yeah. Well, the finish was actually kind of cool because Paul Roma dives off the top rope and Animal catches him into a power slam. That looked pretty. And then Animal picks him up and Hawk hits the Doomsday device on him. One, two, three. And I, the one thing that, that and Roma did the flip. Yeah, the one thing know? that stood out was the the, the new attire. Yeah, the it, looked nice. it looked nice. It yeah. looked like American it, Wolves. It looked so nice that they got squashed. Yep. So now we've had three squash matches on WrestleMania. Two of them were, were in a row. I don't understand why. Yeah, That's two of them in a row. Uh, thumbs down. Actually, I, I'm doing this to it. Kind of pointless. I was really angry that they used Power and Glory like this. Because Power Boys a good team. Yeah, I like them. They're good. They compliment each other. Yep. I also like the finish. Their uh, superplex yeah. body splash. Yeah. What they call it again? Powerplex. Powerplex. Yeah. Powerplex. Yeah. Uh, Doomsday decapitation elbow or whatever you want yeah. to make it. <laughs> You're never gonna get this. Uh, okay, match number twelve <laughs> is uh, okay. Gets a little better here. Uh, really. Virgil okay. versus Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. They're finally having their big blow-off match. Well, considering the the, the the last two matches we had. Oh, no. no. I'm comparing this, it to those Okay, two. okay, oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry, it is different in the fact that the last two matches I just gave one thumbs down, and in this match I'm going to give two thumbs down. Spoiler alert. It's like they're angry at me like I made this match. Or something. Awful. <laughs> okay, so... Um, the build-up and the promo with the interview segments, just the build-up itself, like 10 out of 10. Yes. 10 out of 10 for that. They did a fantastic job with that. Um, and that sold me to want to watch it, at least. It did a job. Yeah. Um, the, but, I mean, the match was so, so best. I mean, Virgil is... Can't throw a punch. My question Cannot is... Cannot throw a punch. Who's the worst at throwing punches? Is it Virgil or is it Shane McMahon? Because their punches look the same. Yeah. Just, well, Virgil, quick jabs, quick jabs. Well, but Virgil wasn't even doing quick jabs. He was almost doing like weird backhand slaps. He was snapping. Like he was backhand snap jabbing him. Which is snap, the, snap backhand? Which is like the yeah. weakest... It's the weakest yeah. work it's punch. It's so weird. It's it the weakest weird. work punch you can ever throw because the, the idea with the... 
But the snap is it makes that sound. Yeah. But you make it obvious you're snapping. And DiBiase had an expression on his face too, like he was really annoyed with it, but he, he was did it, selling he, it anyways. The one thing I don't know, because DiBiase's a pro. DiBiase was doing well, making Virgil look good. Yeah. He was doing well. But you know what wasn't good with this? So Piper comes down on, Why? A, on a crutch. That monsoon says it was because of a motorcycle accident. I'm not sure if that's kayfabe or shoot. I'm not sure. But One he's 10,000 surgeries that he had. Yeah, had. but he had, he, had, he had knee surgery. And he kept on inserting himself into the match. Like pulling the rope down. Pulling the rope down, doing all... Like, it's like... Like, when DiBiase shoved him, I was like, you know, he kind of had that coming. And I know Piper was a heel, so it's like he's always had those tendencies. He's only cheered because he's Piper. Like, it's kind of one of those things. But it was still quite annoying. It, it, I, I didn't he care didn't for that stuff. He didn't need to be in the match. Like, if yeah. he was in Virgil's corner, if he was doing, like, guest commentary for the match or something like that, that yeah. could that would have made sense. I, 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 oh, sorry, go on. My, my only thing is, if you're not part of the story, why are you part of the match? But he was part of the story. He's, he's the one. The he he's the one that gave Virgil the, the, um, the. He showed him the. He showed him showed the, the door. way. Yeah, he showed him the door to how to be a man and not be a servant. Piper's the one that did that. They yeah, but this this whole story started during the the match against the Rhodes. Yeah, but before you see, this is why you need to watch the the promos because <laughs> Piper talks <laughs> about how he had a talk with with Virgil. And all this stuff. By the way, did you need? Did you know that Virgil spells win? V i r g i l. I didn't know that. <laughs> that little was it. Was it win? Was what he's saying or pain or what the heck was the promo he was talking about with Piper? Do you remember it? Oh yeah, V i r g i l. And I'm like, that's not how you spell win at all, Virgil. <laughs> yeah. What? Anyways, so I'm gonna go to the finish. If that's Please. okay with you guys. So DiBiase gets counted out because he was outside distracted by Piper. Um, and that's how Virgil... So that's how Virgil gets his comeuppance against DiBiase is that he needs help to do it. Yep. And I felt that it took away from what they were trying to do. Piper shouldn't have been there. Piper ruined this match. Have, have, have Virgil win because DiBiase took him lightly. And he gets him with a roll-up or something. Or a and, small package. Yeah. Or even a count-out. Not not a count out because Piper's there. Silly. Uh, and then after the match, Sensational Sherry comes out to attack Virgil and Piper. She needs a job. So she needs a job. So she's with Ted DiBiase now. Uh, the best part about that, though, after it was all said and done, and, and Virgil gets the crutch back from DiBiase, <laughs> Piper's trying to get up. And... He's being a wild man and swinging his crutch, and he takes his crutch, and he... And this he, is Sherry by, like, an eyebrow? Oh, Virgil, yes, but when Piper has it, and he log darts it right into a ref's stomach, and the ref wasn't, wasn't prepared <laughs> for it. And the ref collapses on the ground because he's winded. It was the best thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. That was phenomenal. Uh, anywho, two thumbs down. <laughs> Even with all that, two thumbs down. Uh, all you, just watch this match to watch Piper Londard a, a crutch into a ref. It's phenomenal. Oh, I, didn't, uh, I wish I had the sound effect for when uh, Hans Mollman gets hit by football. Yeah, basically. <laughs> all right, let's go to the semi-main event, Ben. Oh, let's geez. do this. So, uh, semi-main event is 
Tito Santana, and he is taking on the Mountie with Jimmy Hart. I made no notes. It was it was less than a minute. It and yes, there was a good botch in it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You can go ahead and tell you us. Had, you had a one-minute duration match, and you botch. Yep. Uh, Mountie goes for a leapfrog, and Santana hits the forearm. Yeah, yeah, so he catches him a bit there. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. And then nothing happens after that. They're just like, uh. Yeah, they, they, it's almost <laughs> like they got like all messed up in the Mountie selling, and then the ref gets distracted. The Mountie grabs the cattle prod, shocks Tito Santana. Is that what he did? He shocked him? Yeah, that. Well, and Tito's like. <laughs> yeah, Tito's like. <laughs> yeah, just awful. And uh, Mountie pins him. One, two, three. I'm not really liking the Mountie thus far. Fourth squash match on WrestleMania. I could, I can't. And one's a co-main event. Yeah, and I, so and I cannot right. believe they did it so like that. That match is the co-main event for WrestleMania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, so you had what was supposed to be an emotional match with Virgil and Ted DiBiase. So I could see how they want to put a match in between that before the main event because you want to bring the crowd down a little bit. To bring them back up, right? Because you don't want you don't want to tire out your crowd. Because at this point, it's been three hours, so they've been sitting for a while. They're they're probably exhausted. But if the match is only a minute, you can't bring down the crowd <laughs> because it's only a minute. So what was the point? They're gonna talk to their buddies beside them. They're gonna look back in the ring. They're gonna be like, "Oh, it's over. It's over. What, what was that? What it's was over." Finish, Jesse. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. He literally the cattle prod. Let's go to the main event. Oh, well. Two thumbs down. <laughs> Four pretty, squash matches. That's pretty bad that uh, there's three matches and I got the toilet. Yep. On a mania. The toilet is bad. That's... <laughs> you don't want the toilet. You don't want the toilet. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the main toilet. event. <laughs> Almost at the toilet. <laughs> the main event to WrestleMania 7 for the World Wrestling Federation Championship is... Sergeant Slaughter with General Adnan. Yes. In his corner. He is taken on Hulk Hogan. Brother. 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 We want the brothers. Brother. Hold brother. On. Brother. Brother. Here comes, brother. Here brother. 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 You're never ready. Can I get a deck of brothers? Deck of brother. Thank you. Okay. If only you saw Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> so, just so everyone knows, the celebrity hosts, Alex Trebek would be the guest ring announcer. Uh, Marla Maple will be the guest timekeeper. I have no clue who she is. No, I don't know who, you know. Al- the first person, who was that? Alex Trebek? Yeah. The host of Jeopardy. What? Oh, okay. I never watched Jeopardy. This explains a lot. Give me the toilet, Ben. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is for Dave not knowing who Alex Trebek is. Uh, and then, do you know who Regis Philbin is? Yes. Okay. And Only he because with me there. And he's a guest commentator. No Regis is. That's good. Um. Yeah. So let's get into it. What do you guys got? You know Alex Trebek is Canadian, right? And you nope. don't. And you don't. You better know he's Canadian, Jesse. I do, wanted to get into the match here. Never mind. I don't care who's Canadian. Let's get into the match. <laughs> All right. Um, I didn't particularly care about this match. I was tired by this point. And Hogan's my boy. And I was tired. Slaughter did a good job at bumping. He, he was bumping like crazy for him. He did. 
But I mean, the match itself, I just it is boring to me. This and the ref match. let everything go. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say my, my notes were well. First, the one of four chair shots. The first one was terrible. Now, with with the chair shots and everything, Bobby Heenan kept on saying, "Well, this is the new WWF's rules yeah. because he's a champion." So, like, does the champion dictate rules at this point? Is that and like I don't know if that's what they were saying, or like a championship matches always no DQ or only when Slaughter's chap because rules, because or? he's the but then they're like if he gets disqualified because they made a point before the match that if Slaughter gets DQ'd Hogan can have the match but I keep the title if I get counted out Hogan can have the match I get the title and then he's like swinging chair shots and the ref's just letting everything go yep. I'm like uh, and not only was and, at, the- and at one point Hogan's pushing the ref out of the way and I'm like that should be a DQ you're putting and hands on the ref the chair shots I was kind of like. Okay, but then Slaughter starts strangling Hogan with the electrical cable. Yeah. And I'm like, is this a no DQ match? And then they're like, oh, there's a new WF rules. I'm like, well. What, yeah. there are none? Like, what is going on here? But other than that, like, I just wasn't into the match at all. Well, they were doing an okay job, but then silly things would happen, like the, the, the whole... Uh, the chair shots and all that stuff. And it was like, and then at one point, uh, Slaughter puts Hogan in a Boston Crab and Hogan is right beside the ropes. <laughs> and he's trying to power out of it. The ropes are right there, you dummy. Like, grab the rope. Don't hurt yourself. Like, be smart. And it was like, why was that spot done there? Why wasn't it done in the middle of the ring and have him crawl to the ropes? Like, just poor ring... Savvy what's by the two of them. Which with your boy Jesse? He's ugh, I don't know. Yours is retired. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Life's life's weird. <laughs> mine retired him. Yeah, <laughs> with a foot. Nice. Um, yeah, but my guy's got the harder. And then game. and then Hogan goes up to the second rope to to do something, and Adnan comes over to grab his foot, and you can actually see Hogan turn to him and be like, "Not yet." And then Adnan goes away. Hogan tries to hit a, a double axe handle that's cut off by Slaughter, but it looks awful. And then not even... I didn't notice that spot with Adnan. 15 seconds later, Hogan so Hogan slams him, and then Hogan goes up to the top rope, and then Adnan grabs his foot again. This is 15 seconds later, and they're like, oh, okay, here's the spot. Then Slaughter comes over and knocks him off the top rope. Like, just... For a main event, there was too many miscues that takes you out of it. So... That was that was my big problem with it. Anything else? Nope. All right. So, <laughs> Hogan. You today's news. Or what are you doing? Hogan. Uh, Hogan is in the camel clutch, but he manages to somehow get out. I I don't even know. Um, and and then he's lying down, and then Slaughter decides the ultimate, um, the ultimate uh, disgrace to Hogan. He lays the Iraqi flag on him and then he pins him and then Hogan kicks out and hulks up and then reps the flag which is illegal <laughs> so it's like oh okay he's committing a crime um, and then and and then he gets up he does his Hulk thing he hits the big boot hits leg drop one two three you know he's the champ everybody's happy slaughter lost and then uh, and then wait, but then at, at the end of it, I just didn't understand this. Somebody throws an American flag in as he's doing his poses, and he takes it and he wipes his blood on it and throws it back into the crowd. <laughs> like what? 
<laughs> what are you doing, Hogan? <laughs> Anyways, Hogan Hogan uh, wins. He also got color in this match, but yep. he wins. Uh, thumbs down. I did not like this match. Thumbs down. Well then. But I do love this song. All right. But we said uh, we said thumbs down, right? Thumbs down. For a mania main event. For a main event, main event, right? Quite this the is not Hogan's. Quite the uh, departure from WrestleMania six, where we loved Warrior Hogan, right? It's just there was a lot no, of unnecessary okay. BS in this. Match. All right, so we're gonna do we're gonna name our best performers, and then we'll go for what we think is the more fun one, the worst performer. Yeah, I loved in the worst performers. Best performer, Ben. Mine is um, oh, actually, I gotta do the uh, the drum roll before we go. Here we Does the dirt blow up is, every time? Mine is Bobby the Brainy. All right. Okay. Great commentary. I agree with that. What was yep. yours, Dave? Randy Savage. All right. He retired, though. He had a good match with Warrior. That's fair. That's fair. Like, come on. He had a good match with my guy, Warrior. <laughs> I'm going to go with Rick Martel. He he had me in stitches throughout, that's that, good pick. That's good throughout pick. that entire match. Didn't I see that it. coming, but I agree with it. Worst performer of the night, Ben. Okay, that was unexpected. Um, it's <laughs> he can't even pick. Uh, he cracks himself up. <laughs> I gotta, we're going to get Ben a minute here. Dave, who was your worst performer of the night? You can't even say it either. Um, What's wrong with you guys? I'm going to go with uh, Tenru and Katow. Oh, double, double whammy. Yeah, okay. Fred Katow. Fred Katow. Fred Katow. And who did Ben pick as his worst performer? Um, Dino Bravo. Right. Finally, bravo! Uh, mine is Roddy Piper. Because, what? Because you ruined that goddamn match, you prick. <laughs> just by the way, and and that's even with the with the, hashtag Jesse's trigger. <laughs> that's even with the crutch hitting the ref, which made me laugh. But you still ruined it. All right. On the whole, what did you give WrestleMania Seven, Ben? I gave it five out of ten. Not bad. That, the that's an average that needed to deliver did. Okay. And that, that's what got your score up. Okay. Yes. Dave? 3 out of 10. 3 out of 10. That's how I feel. Final answer. You're not going to explain yourself, though? No? You've already explained yourself? I think the score is going to win. Dave, this isn't the $75,000 question for Oh, I gave, I gave WrestleMania a 4 out of 10. Uh, so 5 4 3 was what we did. Yes. Um, <laughs> the problem was there was two. For 14 matches, only 14 matches, 14 matches Jesus. only 5 were good. Yep. That means nine four squash matches. There, out of the nine other ones, there was four squashes in there. There was the bad main event. There was a couple of awful matches with Demolition and then uh, the Ted DiBiase Virgil thing. It just, I didn't, uh, it, it wasn't, re-watching this from a critiquing point of view, it wasn't as good as I remembered. Watching it as a child, though, I, I love this mania. Oh, yeah. So that's because you don't. You don't understand as a child. Yeah, now we're critiquing it, so it's like, I'm sorry. Now yes. I gotta... It's like watching like your favorite cartoon or TV show as a child, and then watching it again as an adult, like, why? I was a stupid kid. That's right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And um, uh, 
Tune in on Friday, March 2nd, when we fast forward to our next Rewind, WCW Super Brawl 1991, where the main event is Ric Flair, who is the WCW champion, versus Tatsumi Fujinami, who is the NWA champion. Okay. I don't think this is for the NWA champion? Or is he the IWGP champion? Uh, It said uh, NWA on the... On the card, oh. yeah, that's what I said. I, mean, I didn't look at that yet. I haven't all right, cool. So, but you're questioning me. Yeah. <laughs> Temporarily, yes. Okay, there Until you go. I find the all right. This. <laughs> <laughs> so, check us out on YouTube, Square Circle Rewind Podcast, Super Kick that notification button, Stone Cold Stun that subscription button, uh, like, <laughs> dislike, comment, <laughs> let us know what's going on. Don't punch things. <laughs> Um, also follow us on social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, hashtag Square Circle Rewind. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.